You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Welcome into another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. A safe space for you foul-mouthed fantasy players out there. Tonight, it's your boys, King Josh, Josh the King, the Fantasy Fish. How's it going? Dude, kids have the best snacks. Like, I... Yeah, because they're all loaded with sugar. Yeah, and they're delicious. Like, I mm-hmm. eat, like... I Granted, Life Cereal is delicious. I like that. But dude, like, fucking Fruity Pebbles... And like gummy snacks and like fruit, like fruit roll ups and stuff. Like Dude, that gummy shit snacks. Is... Gummy snacks are one of the best, like little pocket treats that you can have. Fuck for yeah! Like if my I mean, kids eat gummy so snacks, nice I, I'm putting yeah. one in my pocket and taking it to work with me. I'm gonna eat it in peace. <laughs> no, because like, like, like Halloween's like right around the corner, you know. So like, like grocery stores have all the candies out and stuff like that, and. uh so, you know, like you look around at all this stuff and I'm always like, dude, kids have the best shit. Like kids have the best colorway for sneakers. Kids have the best fucking snacks and foods. Plus, like, you know, when you're a kid, you can eat like nine king size Snickers bar. Just be a little hyper, but you're not going to like get diabetes and they'll cut your fucking foot off. That's what it is. Right. So kids have the beneficiary of being young and being able to eat anything because like the adults can eat these snacks. But if you like start to look at like healthy snacks, even if you look at like, oh, Organic. My my son, my wife gets my son these organic fruit snacks. My he loves them. They're still loaded with sugar. They're fucking terrible. They're garbage. Like, get me the fucking mots. You know, like yeah, dude. Well, like the other day, I bought these. Um, you know, like I'm trying to get in shape. You know, got the personal trainer going. Got the meal plan going. So I was at the store, and they had like these healthy, no bullshit added peach rings. And peach rings are one of my favorite candies. Them shits are the tits. They are fucking delicious. And I was like, Hey, cool. Look like, you know, no sugar, no junk added, like all healthy. They tasted like dirty Dick. It was disgusting. (laughs) They should just be called gross ass peach rings. Like I, I will eat, you know, and and, dude, I'm a fat piece of shit. I will, if I pay for something, I will eat the entire thing. Cause just because I spent money on it, but it was so fucking foul that I threw, I threw like, I ate like four of them and then threw it away. Cause I was like, Nope, can't, it's fucking disgusting. And yeah. I I was sad because I was out like two bucks. But like kid shit, like seeing like all the fucking snacks and stuff that kids get. Like when I go down the aisle and I'm looking at my fucking cart with like hummus and snap peas. But I see fucking like Scooby-Doo or like the, the shark, the shark. Dude, gummy candies are the best candy. Like Gushers and all them shits. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, man. those are the best ones. Are they candy though? jealous. Do they count as candy? Like a fruit snack? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> it's fucking sugar fucking, and gelatin. It's the same amount of sugar. sugar. Might as well count as candy. But like, even like, like I said, so like we're stocking up on some candy. Although I, I told my lady that she needs to hide it. Cause like, dude, I'm an unsupervised child when it comes to candy. Cause like the problem is when they're like the little fun size ones, I'm like, oh, it's only like two or three, but I make like nine trips to the fucking bowl. That's <laughs> and that's the issue. Cause you're like, oh, it's like three little Snickers. That's fine. But then you do the math and you're like, dude, I straight up ate like four full size Snickers bars. But yeah, I don't, like, I don't like eat a lot of candy. I've never been a candy guy. Well, I was candy guy when I was a kid, but I'm 
candy to me, the fruit snacks will get me. And then like, I'm going to drink all my kids Capri Suns. All of them. Dude, fuck. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Juice. Juice is the shit. But now like, dude, adult juice is like fucking crystal light, sugar free crystal light. You know, like that's like the diet Coke. Yeah, like that. That's yeah, all it's fucking I expensive and it sucks. To. Yeah. I just drink I water just, with lemon in it now. Fucking gave up. That's essentially what I do. And I'm just sad all the time. Like now, like, like my sweet treat is like fizz water, like bubble water, like with like, like LaCroix where LaCroix, it tastes like they're like, oh, it's, you know, strawberry kiwi LaCroix, but it just tastes like someone f- ate strawberry kiwi and then farted into a glass of sparkling water. And that's, that's your drink. Yeah. It's like the most faint flavor ever. Yeah, You're like, I but can kind I, of taste it if I convince myself. Yeah. That's why I said it tastes. Someone just took a big old thing of carbonated water and farted right into it. After it's they just a placebo like, effect. It doesn't yeah. taste like shit. It, it's it's me trying to say I'm in my mid thirties and I just have to. This is my life now. I just have to like it. But it's okay. We have fantasy football. At least we have that going for us. Yeah, that's all that matters. You know, actually, I was actually talking to a guy today, and and we were talking about how. The internet's a cool tool, but I legit think I want to go back to having a flip phone. I don't really want a smartphone anymore. Like, I just want people to just call or text me. The only problem, I do I like Twitter. That. I do like Twitter, and I like being able to check my lineups and stuff. Like, I'm lying. Like, I wouldn't do a flip phone. But I kind of miss having a flip phone, man. Like, that was the shit. Yeah, like, a phone could be distracting sometimes. Yeah, we'll talk about distracting. Fuck, that game last night? Oh, my God. Oh, I was trying to get distracted the whole time. It was hard. That I I put it on Twitter yesterday. That shit was a punishment. Like, we almost had done something to the football <laughs> gods. And they're like, you fucking guys, watch this shit. Because you'll never misbehave again. And I will Dude, not. Like, like two, three years ago, if I would have said, hey, a loaded Denver offense led by Russell Wilson versus a loaded – Indianapolis Colts offense lo- led by Matt Ryan. What do you think the score is going to be? Like, God damn, it could be like 38-35. Like, nah, bro, 12-9 to in overtime. Like, Yeah, no touchdowns. Dude, what a fucking whore. Alec Pierce is apparently the player you want. <laughs> you know? Like, I, don't think you, I don't think you want anybody. I don't want anybody. You don't. Dude, it sucks because, like, even, like, in, in one of our leagues that we're in, I have Michael Pittman, and I'm like, I don't want him anymore. Like I just Matt Ryan's fucking terrible. Like, and yeah, you're not going to really get a return on the draft capital you spent to get him. At this, I mean, I will say this: draft capital is huge, but in, in redraft, around now is the time where draft capital doesn't matter anymore. Well, it, it's like I think it goes away pretty moves. much right away. Yeah, you have to, you have to get the guys who are performing. Like D- Dynasty, something slightly different, but you know, we're, 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 this show's more geared towards you know redraft, but like. Like I'm praying that Terry McLaurin has a big game on Sunday so I can trade him away in season long. Like I need him to have a good game so I can get rid of him because I don't want him either. And I love scary Terry. Scary Terry is one of my favorite wide receivers in football, but dude, I, okay. This is how bad it is. I'm tempted to play Corey Davis over Terry McLaurin in a league. Cause I think Corey Davis has a better matchup. And potentially higher upside than Terry McLaurin. Like, that's how sad. I mean, Terry McLaurin's got upside of, like, two touchdowns, 150 yards. I know. That's the problem. It's I don't think his upside is higher, but the floor might be higher. I got Terry McLaurin in our home league, and I don't know. I'm yeah. not happy. Like, my team, I thought I had a good team, and it's not good. 
You know, I had Alvin I Kamara, I had a good DeAndre team, no Swift, good. Michael Thomas, you know, Terry McLaurin, Mike Williams. Nope. It's a dumpster fire. The only two good players I have on my team is Nick Chubb and Dallas Goddard. That's it. Everyone else on my team sucks. It's a good keystone. Just build from there. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. But <laughs> um, figure it out fast. I'm, I'm in just as much trouble. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks because, like, you know, we give good advice to people. Like, people like our advice, but fuck. My team suck. Well, everybody was saying Alvin Kamara was going to be, like, you know, one of the best second-round picks you could get. He hasn't been. DeAndre Swift, to tail the first, looked like gold. But it happens, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a projection, not a... What's funny is because mm. I like to watch games. And if a game is kind of boring, I'll, like, fuck around on my phone. But I'll still keep it on. But this game was so bad last night that I full on just started watching scary movies with my lady friend instead of the fucking. I couldn't. I couldn't do the football game any longer. It was. Yeah, I kept it on, but it was almost like a test of willpower and like <laughs> a watching a comedy at the same time. Like you know when you watch a real shitty comedy movie and you're like, okay, this is bad, but. I'll, I'm just gonna but it's amazing it for at the, the same sake time. of it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how it was. It was like this is great because this is probably gonna go down as the one of the worst football games in the modern era. You get you gotta watch the worst one, you know. The last play of the game was a KJ Hamler is wide open in the end zone for a touchdown to win, but Russ looks to his left and throws an incomplete pass. You know, you right, know, and it's like the the interception to end it, like. Re- remnants of the super bowl yeah like it's like dude richard why? sherman i i thought richard sherman was gonna have a mental breakdown i did he, he probably did he's probably smashing on his father-in-law's house right now so i mean like bitch come through i like how we're gonna ignore that that didn't happen <laughs> he's smart he's handsome he's charming when he's sober <laughs> But I, hey man, I never freak. He bitch, to, come through. He to, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Richard Sherman. Piece of shit, asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk about some new. A lot of news, dude. A lot of outs this week. Fuck. Although on the bright yeah. side, your your ex boyfriend Hunter Renfro, he was a full participant in Friday's practice. He's been out since week two for a concussion, but it looks like he's going to be a full go, which is actually exciting because you know you got a potential high scoring game against the Chiefs this week, so that's nice. Um, yeah, I, I mean, will fucking Derek Carr actually throw to him? I guess we'll find out. That's the thing. We don't know, you know, um, Jacoby Myers questionable against Detroit. He got a limited practice in today, but I think he's probably not going to play. I think he's going to be out again. So I wouldn't count on Jacoby Myers, although it sucks because in our home league, I was counting on Jacoby Myers, but, uh, Mac Jones, he's out. So it's going to be another Bailey zappy game. Is it Zappy or Zap? I've heard it both ways. Zappy sounds cooler. Let's call him Zap Brannigan instead from Futurama. Fair. Done. I like that. All right. So Zap Brannigan's going to be the starting quarterback for New England. You know what's funny? If the Detroit Lions defense wasn't so bad, I would suggest trying to stream whoever's playing New England every week. But Detroit's defense is awful. So don't Yeah, they're the worst in the league. Which is surprising because they have some studs on their defense, you know, but whatever. And they got a defensive coach. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. 
Uh, Josh Palmer, wide receiver for the LA Chargers. He's actually questionable. Um, Keenan Allen is out. Gerald Everett's going to be a full grow. So in our home league, I don't know. I might end up having to play him, but I picked up DJ, uh, DeAndre Carter just because, I mean, it's going to be the Mike Dub, Gerald Everett show, Austin Eckler show, but um, I don't know. Fucking Keenan Allen, man. They should just put him on the goddamn IR. Like, just take out. Because it pisses me off. Because then every week I have to. So I throw I throw Keenan Allen on the. Okay. If you're a league out there and you don't let out players on your IR, you're a fucking animal. Let out players go on the IR. God damn it. That's a movement I will stand behind. Yes, but, I agree. But anyways, every week I have to. I move Keenan Allen to my IR spot and I pick up some player. Then every week I got to cut somebody so I can put Keenan Allen back on my roster. Who I'm going to put him back on the IR again. So just put him on the goddamn IR. He hasn't played mm-hmm. since the first quarter of week one. It's also like stupid how the designations work because it's like the person's out and then they get like one limited practice so they're doubtful and you now you can't like just leave them out until you know that they're gonna play like the well, like the, same the shit designation week, we knew Traylon burks was gonna be out but he was doubtful all week so i couldn't put him on the ir until today to well it's annoying somebody. more than anything it's annoying because it's like take out two guys on the ir and then the weekends, now I got two guys on my IR who aren't eligible, so I can't really play the waiver game unless I want to cut two people. Yeah, and so move like them off. Week I'm, every week I'm so I just wait. My kicker. Well, th- well, you just wait. What I've been doing, if your team's if you're comfortable with your team, is you just wait until they're announced on, you know, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday morning, but then you're scrambling Sunday morning to, oh, this person's out. Okay. And then what happens with Alvin Kamara happens at six in the morning. Yeah. You're screwed. But they should have yeah. just ruled him out the whole time. Yep. Exactly. That's oh, well. like. Rant like, over. Like with Keenan Allen too, or same thing like I said with Traylon Burks, they knew he was going to be out. Why didn't Sleeper, Yahoo, and ESPN let him be out eligible last fucking week? Why'd you wait till today? God damn it. Like you knew he was out. The team even said he was out. I mean know? that more on, on the, on the fantasy platform side of things, like mm-hmm. the players that we know are going to be out, just leave them as out and then do the opposite on Sunday morning. If they play, turn them you know in, you know, so they, you know, shit's annoying you pop them in and drop somebody. When I'll get a notification from sleeper saying that like such and such player has been ruled out. And I'm like, Oh cool. Let me move him to my IR. And then I go, I log into my team and it shows questionable still. So I can't, so like I got a push notification. It's like 10 minutes behind the notification. It always is. And I'm like, motherfucker, I need to pick up somebody before my competition. Yeah. Don't notify me until you actually change it. Yeah. You fucking cock tease. They just want to be the first. It's, it's always a race to be the first one to notify them, you know, because then it's your best news source, especially in our home league, dude, those fucking animals. Like, yeah. Uh, Speaking about DJ Chark, wide receiver for the Detroit lions. He's going to be out against the Patriots. Uh, DeAndre Swift is out. Amon Ross St. Brown is questionable. However, he's looking doubtful again, so he might be out. Um, Josh Reynolds practiced today, so might be Josh Reynolds, TJ Hawkinson week again, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, they, they worked last week, and, you know, the Patriots defense isn't as scary as they used to be. So, uh, unsurprisingly, Dak Prescott, and this one pissed me off too. 
He's not going to play week five, so it's going to be the superstar Cooper Rush again. But put him on the goddamn IR, Jerry Jones. Like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> right. Fucking, oh, God. Um, this one's actually came up today. Tony Pollard running back for the Dallas Cowboys. He has an illness, so he's questionable for week five. I don't know if it's COVID herpes. I don't know what it is. So keep an eye on that. Um, sometimes when players are sick, they still play. Like, Josh Jacobs was sick and did great. So um, Yeah, they often play when they're sick still. Unless it's COVID, yeah. they're not allowed to. Exactly. Dude, fuck, whatever. Uh, Dave Montgomery, questionable week five against the Vikings. Um, he had back-to-back limited practices. So, you know, don't drop Khalil Herbert yet. Keep him on your roster just in case. Um, yeah. Jarvis Landry, he's questionable for week five, but he's gross. He played last week, so I wouldn't even want to play him anyway. So, But Michael Thomas is out. So with that fucking turf toe vagina injury. So Chris Olave again, dude. This is a great matchup, man, against Seattle. Chris Olave has been like matchup proof almost, though. He's getting targeted so much, and like all his targets are like twenty yard passes. Yeah. Jameis Winston's been ruled out, so it's gonna be Andy Dalton again. Um, but Alvin Kamara looks like he's gonna be a full go to play, so that's good news, I guess. I hope he is because I just traded for uh, Kamara in our one of our dynasty leagues. So help me out. Yeah, I hope so help too. <laughs> Uh, Kyle Pitts has been ruled out, but I tweeted about it, and I think I'm tr- I think I'm right though. I think Kyle Pitts being ruled out actually helps your lineup this week. This is going to force you to play like Logan Thomas, Will Disley, I don't, you know, one of the other tight ends out there, and you're going to get more production than Kyle Pitts would. So, or don't yeah, pick up probably. anybody; just get the zero. Whatever, it's all the same. Yeah, it's how you've been playing the whole year, anyways. So, yeah. Fucking Kyle Pitt, what a disappointment. Uh, officially, Traylon Burks has been ruled out with the turf toe injury, which we already knew that. God, fucking so annoying. Uh, butt cheeks, Brian Robinson. He actually might be a go this week. So, all right, baby. I Let's hope see what so, man. I need him desperately to play for me. I need him to play, too, because in our fucking, in one of our dynasty leagues, my I started Mike Boone and Naheem Hines. Those are my running backs. It's fucking disrespectful. Because I had Javante Williams, who got hurt. Chris Carson's neck fell off, so I couldn't, you know, he retired. So, like, I don't know. Then, like, I've been trying to make trades, trying to get running backs, and then you shut my shit down. Yeah, nobody wants to in that league. It's, I mean, people do trade in that league quite a bit, but those those top running backs, they're being held tight. I think Javante will be fine next year. However, that doesn't help you this year. And you have a lot of running backs in that league, you selfish son of a bitch. I just need him all now. I'm trying to win this year. I'm not trying to win next year. You have to defeat Director Ross. He's already won back-to-back in that league. He's, he's going for a three-peat in that league. I got it under control. All right, do it for all of us. All right, anyways, <laughs> so Brian Robinson, that's exciting. I, I I hope he plays. I hope he looks okay. I mean, you know, I'm an Antonio Gibson guy. Like, I love Gibson, but, you know, after a guy got shot in the butt cheeks and the thigh, like, I want him to do well. Like, come on, man. He's going to be like one of the most historically badass running backs if he gets shot and comes back in four weeks and his rushes like 100 yards a game for the rest of the season. Yeah, dude, can you imagine if he he goes out on Sunday, runs for like 108 and a touchdown? Like, how fucking cool would that be? Yeah, it would be be awesome. You know, honestly, even if he runs for like 45 and a touchdown, like, fuck yeah, man. Like, good for you. (laughs) Like, way to go. 
that would be cool too, but it would be so cool if it was just like some like what like top performance. Like what if he did some like Jamal Charles like, stuff back in the day, you know, like 195 yards, five touchdowns. Yeah, dude, that'd be sweet. I doubt but, that. I mean they're not on a good enough team, but that would be the, the coolest story. Uh so bad news for the commanders though. Uh Jahan Dotson with a hamstring injury is ruled out for week five. But if anything, actually I think because Curtis Samuel is gonna play. But he's been kind of like the slot guy. I actually, I actually think this is going to be a bigger Logan Thomas, uh, Terry McLaurin game because Dotson was also running the deep speed guy, which was taken away from Terry McLaurin's thing. So that's why I said, like, you know, we were talking about earlier in the show. I was like, I really hope Scary Terry has a great game so I can trade him because <laughs> I don't want him anymore. Yeah. But I, I need him to have a good game. Yeah, we'll see. I like Dotson, man. I'm bummed he's going to be out. I've been I know that sucks. Him. He's He's, you know, I was, hey, kudos to, shouts out to Big Rome, man, because he was, like, harping on Jahan He was on him, yeah. He was on him, like, God, yeah, way. And I was, I was watching some of the, I was watching some of the Dotson stuff, and, like, he didn't look bad, but I was just kind of like, I don't understand your love of Dotson the way you love Dotson. Like, he was talking to Dotson, like, the way people were talking about Olave and Garrett Wilson, you know, but. Yeah, he certainly was. Well, and he was right so far, and we'll see if it holds. And shouts out to Big Rome. We love you, buddy, even though you're still sick. Hang in there. Get better. Yeah. Um, that's all I got for news. Do you see anything? There, I mean, there, I don't know. Just everybody's out. Uh, did you get Bateman? Bateman? Bateman's going to oh, be yeah, out. Bateman's out. I don't know if you touched yeah. on that one. Um, I missed that one. Yeah, there's a lot. There's honestly a lot to cover. So let's just move on. Check your lineup. <laughs> talk Check about the players. All right, we're going to talk about your NFC matchups for week five. Heading over across the pond to England for the early game. Hopefully there's no Alvin Kamara surprises uh, <laughs> c- coming out of the New York Giants versus the, the th- surprisingly 3-1 and one New York Giants taking on the 3-1 and one Green Bay Packers. Vegas has the over-under at 41 with Green Bay favorite at minus eight. For picks can pick them, we both took the Packers because why would you pick the Giants? Yeah, pretty much like self-explanatory. Uh, the Giants are possibly the easiest team to break down in fantasy because you play Barkley and that's it. Yeah, I don't even want to play Daniel Jones in a two-quarterback super flex league. Like, I'd rather flex like another running back or a wide receiver. Honestly, I mean, he's this only, is a tough match. The first, the first week is the only week he scored over twenty. Or no, he scored over twenty last week. But yeah, he's not. I mean, I don't know. I guess in a Two quarterbackers, super flex, 20 is not bad. But his other two weeks are 15, and you can get that as a receiver easy. You know what's sad? Daniel Jones, he's the quarterback for – that's how bad quarter – you know, I was actually talking to Director Ross about this. was like, we this might be a comeback for early quarterback again. Because, like, dude, Daniel Jones is the quarterback 14 right now, which is yucky. Russell Wilson was the quarterback 12 until yesterday. So yeah, that's pretty bad. It's starting to make an argument for early quarterback again. But anyways, yeah, we'll see how the season plays out. A long time, you know. Tom Brady was probably pretty low. He'll probably turn it around. Yeah. Other side of the ball. Um, I actually think I like Dubs. I'd play Dubs. Dubs. I I think I think he's made it into weekly play. Good old RD. That's what I'm gonna call him now. He's gonna complain about how people say his name. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, two weeks in a row, usage going up as a rookie. That's kind of what you expect. Are you, are you interested in Alan Lazard this week? It's an okay matchup. And what was 
Al Nazard. Eight targets, six yeah. for one fifty six or six I for one sixteen. Last he week. also had two decent games in a row. Twelve points, fourteen points. I think he'll be all right. Yeah, he's getting the targets, getting red zone targets. I think Robert Tunyon might be a tight end you want to look out for if you have like Kyle Pitts. Because I think, you know, you went, I mean, two for 22 and a touchdown is not the greatest thing. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers likes himself some big Bob Tunyon. So I, I, I think he might be worth uh, consideration too. Yeah, he could have, he could have some huge games. It's, it's hit mm-hmm. and miss. But if you're, yeah, if you're a Pitts owner, might as well. You know, it's funny. I like that Green Bay with Aaron Jones and, AJ Dillon. If you had both on your team, you can play both. Like they could be your running back one and two, or like your RB two and flex. Like they're both fantasy relevant enough. It's kind of funny. But all right, moving on. Two and two Chicago Bears taking on the three and one Minnesota Vikings. Vegas has the over under at forty four with the Minnesota Vikings favored at minus seven and a half. We both took the Vikings. Because even though the Vikings kind of stink, the Bears are just worse. Because you got a quarterback that's throwing less than 20 times a game. And just looks awful. Dude, the Bears just look bad. It looks bad. It, they're not even fun to watch. All right. Um, if Montgomery plays, are you gonna are you going to play him this week? You kind of have to, huh? Yeah, you might as well. Yeah. Uh, Khalil Herbert, he, to me, you do not play him if Montgomery is there, but if Montgomery is out, you can play Herbert. Yep. And that's it. Dude, fuck Mooney, fuck Komet. I mean, Mooney finally had like a, and it's not even like an okay game. He went four for 94 last week, but I think he, one of his catches, he had a 56 yard catch. So literally more than 50% of his yards was on one catch. So. I don't know. Yeah. Fuck you, Mooney. Tough. I'd team. still not start him. Yeah. Komet is a dumpster fire this year. Remember, everybody was super high on him. Dude, he was a. I was. We were all high on him because he was a. He was like a good late round tight end. He was the. He's supposed like the, to be the only person they could throw to, but they just don't even throw it. They're just like. When your season high pass attempts is twenty two, that's fucking disgusting. And watch, this is going to be another game like last week when the Bears played, um, or two weeks ago when they played Green Bay. They're playing Minnesota. They're going to be behind every, like, they're going to be behind after kickoff, and they're going to just keep running it for some fucking reason. Yeah, that's all they want to do. Um, Other side of the ball, you know who to play for the Vikings. Don't be silly. They're pretty easy. They are. All right, moving on. Two and two, Seattle Seahawks. Taking on the one and three New Orleans Saints. We both picked the Seahawks. Poor fish and your Saints. Dude, they're bad. My thing with the Saints and them being bad isn't so much the quarterback play as much as you'd think. It's they can't block anybody on offense. They can't really the defense that used to keep them in games is no longer keeping them in games. Mm-hmm. Geno Smith been moving the ball pretty well against much better defenses. So, yeah. Unless they turn it around to what they could be, you can't really think they're going to be anything differently until they show you. That's why I chose them to lose. It's going to be rough sledding. Hopefully we get a good draft pick, get a quarterback or something who turns out to be good. I don't know. Vegas has the spread at 45 with uh the Saints actually favored at minus five, but I actually, th- I actually do think the Seahawks win this game. Like they've actually played good football. 
lately. Six looks Smith... bad. I mean, I feel like we're. I feel like there's still a lot of sentiment to the players that are on the team, and the potential, mm-hmm. and it's just like that's probably why they're favored. And like it could come through, but it just hasn't yet. You know, four weeks into a season, I I want I want to see it turn around before I say yeah, it's going to turn around this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Again, if you need a tight end streamer, I think Will Disley is someone you might want to look at. Three or four weeks, he scored a touchdown. And three or four weeks, he's had double-digit points. So, you know, this could easily be, you know, if Marshawn Lattimore keys on DK Metcalf or something, you know, he might be looking underneath for Disley. Because the thing I like about Geno is he doesn't care who the receiver is. He'll just throw to whoever's open. So, it, it's yeah, kind of nice. Yeah. So, um, so you, you're playing Penny. You're playing Metcalf. I, I still, you know, Lockett, dude, he's been unsexily the wide receiver 22 this year. Cause like nothing's been very exciting, but he's been consistent every week. So, you know, you're playing, you're playing Lockett, you play Metcalf. Um, other side of the ball, you know, you play Kamara and Olave, and that's it. Would you go Taysom Hill tight end this week? No. The problem with, dude, the problem. So like a, a a guy was talking to me about Taysom Hill and he's like, yeah, but he runs the ball. I'm like, yeah, but you don't get a point per reception. You, he doesn't catch. So, you know, you, you run, you know, I mean, he, he's lucky he had the touchdown last week, but even then five for 21 with the touchdown, he only ended with eight points. I mean, that's fine for a tight end, but you know, zero targets, zero catching. Yeah. He so. plays 20% of the snaps, man. Like, yes, he's going to run the ball majority of the time he's in there. But you're hoping for a touchdown or a 60-yard run. Could he do both of those? Yeah. But I want somebody who's playing more than 20% of the snaps because if he gets shut down on the five plays that he gets to run, party's over, you like, know? like I would legit, in terms of tight end streamers this week, I'd rather play, you know, Tunyon, Evan Ingram, Hayden Hurst. You know, yeah, like, if the Saints use Taysom Hill like they did – like, was it three years ago, two, three years ago? Like, last year, two years ago, where it was, like, guaranteed 10 carries, a couple targets, a couple passes, then hell yeah, I would want to fire him up. But he's just not being that right now. He's not quite enough usage for me to – because you're running a risk of basically a player that barely plays being productive almost every time. Can he do it? Yeah, but I want a little more chances if I want like, to Yeah, but w- will he do it? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, two and two Falcons taking on the two and two Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Atlanta, uh, I'm sorry, over and under 46 and a half, but uh, the uh, Bucks are favored at minus 10. Fish, you and I both picked the Bucks because the Falcons are be- like, dude, the Falcons, and it bothers me that they're two and two because Arthur Smith is fucking terrible. Like, yeah, they suck. The <laughs> I picked the Buccaneers. The thing with Tom Brady got his receivers back, he looked mm-hmm. just fine last week. And that was against a much better defense, I think, yeah. in the Chiefs. Kansas City has a good so, defense, you know. And, so I think I, and, I know, and in then, our home league, go ahead. I was just going to say, and Tom Brady starting to get in the rhythm with his receivers, the starting receivers, not a bunch of backups. Like, it's probably going to be a pretty bad game. Yeah, man. Um, Kyle Pitts is out, so, like, I mean – I guess you play Drake London, but I don't, I'm even worried about that. And then Algier, if it wasn't against the Buccaneers, I would 100% start Algier. It's like it's Algier time, baby. I'm excited. 
But, dude, I'd lower expectations massively. Yeah, this is a brutal matchup. Well, dude, 46 and a half, but over under with, you know, the Bucks favored it at minus 10. I mean, so you're you're looking at, what is that? That's like a 14 16 point, points or something 16 like that. point pro- projection. Like, dude, it's not going to be pretty. So, I mean, even, like, so I love Drake London, but... Uh, Beware, because like last week, I think he's going to have a similar production to last week. He was he's going to get seven targets, but two for seventeen. I mean, if if at all possible, I would look elsewhere than London. If you absolutely have to yeah, play, I, mean, I totally get it. I'd probably do the same. I'm starting him in one league just because the options are limited. But he, I mean, he's got two touchdowns on the season. He's had you know three games over fifty yards. Like you could yeah. do worse for sure. Yeah, no, exactly. But you know, like I said, lower. It's a tough matchup, though. Uh, like we'll see. Yeah, other side of the ball, play everybody from the Bucks. This is going to be fun for them. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I'm excited for Chris Godwin because Godwin's he's officially off of the injured list, so he's yeah, he had ten targets last week. He's going to be good, yeah, dude. But like, like I will say this. Like that's what I say earlier. So like you being patient with Tom Brady and sticking with him is going to pay off because he's going to like absolutely smash this week. So you have to. I, yeah, man. I, I wasn't. Uh, it sucked at the beginning, but it wasn't like super concerning. Like t- he was away from the team for a while. Players were injured. Like, mm-hmm. give it all a couple weeks. Let everybody get back. Dip. Get up to speed, and it'll be just fine. Hey, at least it happened early in the year when you're you know one and four or one and three right now instead of you know oh and seven <laughs> or you know one and eight. Yeah. So for sure, be happy, be happy it happened now. All right, moving on. We got the two and two Tennessee Titans taking on the one and three Washington Bullfrogs. Uh, Vegas has the over under at 43 with Tennessee favorite at minus two. Um, we both took the Titans because they're this. I am ugh, this game's gross. This game reminds me of Thursday night's game with fucking Denver and Indianapolis. Like, this is gonna be a boring game, mm-hmm. but you know. We we both took the Titans to win. For fantasy purposes, you play Derrick Henry. I think you can play Robert Woods this week just because Traylon Burks is out. Uh, Robert Woods has been kind of building a rapport, you know, back-to-back weeks with uh, double-digit fantasy points. He scored a touchdown last week, so Robert Woods might be a sneaky play, but I don't know. I'm not really interested in anybody on Tennessee. Oh, obviously, Derrick Henry, which goes without saying. But Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't even want to start Robert Woods. I mean, you could if you needed to. It's kind of the same as Drake London, right? Yeah, but if you like, if you're if you're like the Keenan, like let's say you're rostering Keenan Allen, Jacoby Myers, and Mike Thomas, Rashad Bateman, you know you're you're at the yeah, bottom of the barrel. Could, so it's like you could do you worse. could do worse. Having the number one target on any team usually has a pretty good floor. Yeah, um, other side of the ball, I think Carson Wentz might be an okay streaming quarterback this week. Like the Titans' defense doesn't scare me, and I think with the crowded backfield. I, I will say this. I'm not touching any of the running backs for Washington this week. Um, just because with the addition of potentially. Addi- okay. If Robinson's out, you can still play Gibson. But if Robinson's in, I don't want to play. Yeah, it gets muddy. You want, you need to see a week or two first because mm-hmm. who knows who gets the most time. I like the pass catchers, though. You play scary Terry Curtis Samuel. I actually like Logan Thomas this week. I, I think he's a sneaky play this week. Um. Yeah. yeah, I could see him getting a touchdown. I mean, he he's another guy that's got a lot of potential to have big games. It's just very rare. Mm-hmm. 
All right, moving on. Two and two, San Francisco 49ers taking on the one and three Carolina Panthers over under 39 and a half with the Niners favored at minus six and a half. We both took the Niners. Talk about another fucking. Actually, there's rumors that Matt Rule might get fired because he's like. Because he should. Yeah, because he's like 11 and 30, like since he took over the Panthers or whatever. He he has a horrible record, and this team is clearly going nowhere other than to be an early draft pick next year. So, yeah, it's embarrassing. Um, fantasy purposes, Jeff Wilson, Debo, dude. Am I the only like? I don't know, dude. I really don't like Brandon Ayuk. Like the potential's there, but like. He's like, he kind of reminds me of Robbie Anderson. Like, he's going to have just some massive week where you're like, fuck yeah. But then you're going to get these two for 40s, you know, four for 37s. Like, yeah, the consistency is not there. That's really what it comes down to. Well, especially since, especially since Kittle's back. And even Kittle didn't get, to, like, like, fucking Debo was just Antonio Brown dicking the Rams all day, you know, last week. So they didn't yeah. need it. But I'm just thinking... I don't know. I, I, I think I, you, your roster, like someone in our home league offered me a quarter, like a, a quarterback that's bad. And Brandon, I, for one of my quarterbacks. And I was like, I'm just offended that you offered me. I, Like I denied right. it just purely on the, on the, I, thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I haven't been super excited about him. He's shown uh, potential, George, but it, it ain't there. Yeah. You play George Kittle just with hopes of upside. Other side of the ball, McCaffrey. And if you, dude, I don't know. If you can afford to not play DJ more, I guess you could. The only thing is he did get 11 targets last week, which was nice. But six for 50. So. Yeah, he's only scored more than 10 points once in week two against the Giants. Not like a stout yeah. defense the 49ers are. So. Yucky. Just mm-hmm. yucky. And Baker Mayfield sucks. He does. It's so sad that it's like we're waiting for Sam Darnold to come back to save this offense. Yeah. Which should never have been uttered. In any and it probably won't even happen. They're probably going to just leave Baker in the, there to die. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. This game should be fun. I'm actually looking forward to this one. 4-0 Philadelphia Eagles taking on the 2-2 two and two Arizona Cardinals. Vegas has the over-under at 48.5 with the Eagles favored at minus 5.5. We both picked the Eagles to win just because the Cardinals, they're a dumpster fire, but at least they're kind of a fun dumpster fire. So, mm-hmm. although I am looking the Eagles to are playing really damn good too. you know, dude, the Eagles look great. You know, their defense is good. Offense is just humming. Um, I'm really looking forward to the Cardinals getting back DeAndre Hopkins soon. So that'll be fun. But indeed. Hopefully it you know, helps. You know who you know who you're playing in this matchup. Who you're starting? Rondale Moore. Don't just wait. He's. I don't think he's healthy. And yeah, yeah. Start your running backs. Start your receivers. start all the Eagles. <laughs> Arizona's mm-hmm. defense. Start is your tight ends. Just, you know. Yep. Start both tight ends. Like both tight ends. I even like both quarterbacks. So yeah. have yourself a day. All right, moving on. Three and one Dallas Cowboys taking on the two and two Rams. Vegas has the over under at 42 and a half with the Rams favorite at minus five and a half. Uh, I actually took the Cowboys at first, but then you talked me back into going with the Rams. So we both took the Rams because the yeah. Rams can't I mean, be I, this bad. They can't be this bad. For yeah, them. I know they're in, I know they're in trouble compared to what they did last year, but their defense 
I don't think Cooper Rush is going to be able to keep being Cooper Rush. You know, they're going to be able to stop this run. Pollard's dinged up. I don't, I'm not saying the problems are gone for the Rams' offense, but I think that their defense, and I, I know they're playing a solid defense, but I think their defense is going to be able to stop Dallas more so than Dallas could stop the Rams. I will say this. should be a good game, though. If Cooper Rush wins and goes 4-0 and as the starter for Dallas, is Cooper Rush legit? I'm know, not talking not for really. fantasy. I'm just talking for real life. I'm talking for real life, too. I mean, he's not... First game, he had 31 attempts, 19 completions. Against the Giants, he had 31 attempts, 21 completions. That's pretty good. But 27, 15, like he's completing about 50. You want you need to complete like seven, 65, 70% of your passes, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, you're not wrong. You know, with the. Like he probably starts somewhere. You know, he's probably could be a starter, but I don't think he's. Carolina. Like, yeah, I don't think he's like this guy that's going to go save a team or anything. Nah, probably not. Um, you're playing all your Cowboys. You know that. Schultz is actually off the injury report this week, so that's good news. Although, man, he fucked a lot of teams last week with that total goose egg. So Yeah, he sure did. But, I don't know. I, I mean, tight end is so fucking disgusting that you have to play Schultz anyways. And that bothers me. Yeah, he's Although only had one league, good game, but like his potential is just as good as every other Average tight end. Although one of our leagues, I picked up Logan Thomas, and I'm going to play Logan Thomas without Jahan Dotson over Schultz this week because fuck it. Why I don't not? Hate it. Yeah. Other side of the ball, I don't know, bro. Other than Cooper Cup, I'm not real. And Higby, I don't really want to play any of the Rams. Like fucking Akers, Henderson, it's kind of a mess. I don't even want to play Stafford, man. Like, I don't know. I don't even know what you can do with Stafford. Yeah, I don't think I do either. Stafford's only scored more than 20 points once this year. Yeah. Akers has had one good game. Henderson's had one, two decent games, you know? Like, nobody well, excites is, you here except Cooper Cup. Yeah, Cooper Cup's great. And Tyler, I like Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby's been great. Yeah, that's fantasy. true. So, because, you know, Matt Stafford is, a, you know, super racist. And he only throws to white guys. Yeah, apparently so. Ben Skoranek is technically... He's not technically the wide receiver, too, but he has more fantasy points than Allen Robinson, who is black. Allen Robinson's a beautiful chocolate man, but he throws to the white guys. Just saying. Yeah, Although their O-line looks fucking bad. Like, their O-line can't block it does. shit. Yeah, like, Parsons going to get in there for a good amount of sacks. I was going to say, like, expect Matt Stafford on the ground a lot <laughs> this week. Dallas' defense. Yeah, and you never know. Dallas, I mean, I picked the Rams. Dallas could win if they follow that 49ers formula and pressure Matt Stafford, you know, hold Cooper Cup to Mm -hmm. something that's, you know, don't let him beat you every play. Like, they could win. I I don't think they will, but I also don't like the Cowboys, so I always kind of favor against them. (laughs) Yeah, take that, Cowboys fans, you fucking dicks. (laughs) <laughs> actually that's not true cowboy actually no the cowboy fans that listen to our show what's up the cowboy fans that don't listen to our show go eat a dick yeah the, the cowboys are one of the most they have the most fans right so of course they probably had the most dicks like well that's the reason why i actually asked i was like why are why are the cowboys like the most popular team is because back in the 90s they had Evan they smith and the, michael irvin and troy aikman and, and they were on tv the most 
Mm-hmm. They had the most national TV games. And back in, this was like, you know, pre-internet and pre-everything else. So you just watched a lot of Dallas. Yeah, there was no, there was no Red Zone channel. Like, you no. watched what was on. I didn't have Scott Hansen yeah. telling me that it's time for 13 hours of uninterrupted football. Yeah, that's, the, that's a godly sound. Oh, I actually, I before we end the show, because we're going to wrap it up right here, I have one thing to say. Scott Fish and the Scott Fish Bowl, the wonderful Scott Fish, he he's facing Tyler Algier in the, the, the Sleeper Bowl this week. And Tyler Algier is starting himself against Scott Fish this week. So. Hell yeah, good job, Tyler Algier. He's like, fuck it, I'm playing me. Yeah, I love that. But, yeah. This is going to wrap it up for us. I don't have anything else. Do you have anything you want to talk about? Nope. That's it. Let's do a short and sweet this week. We'll get some. Dear listeners, we like being uh, fully honest with you guys. There's just a lot going on in our everyday lives, but we still want to be out there and putting content out for you guys. So Hell yeah. we're just, you know, we, we do what we can. Forgive us, but also fuck you away, at the same man. time. Away. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long season. But we, we love you. We love you. Thank you for the support. Um, get us on social media, Filthy F Ball Show on Twitter. Get fo- Fantasy Fish at F Football Fish. Get Big Rome at Big Rome FFF. Our Instagram is Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Uh, send in your emails to Filthy Fantasy Football Show at gmail.com. I promise I'll read some of them eventually. I've just been busy. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. I love you. King Josh, Josh, King. Finish the fish on behalf of Big Rome. Have a good one, y'all.